Hello everybody and welcome back to Locked on Flames presented by Built Bar. I am so happy to be back recording. I have noticed a lot of new followers on Twitter, so I hope that you all are tuning in on whatever uh, streaming platform you like. But hi, I'm Jess. I'm your favorite Bruins fan, and on top of hosting this show, I write for Pucker Up Sports, Couch Guy Sports, and work with the Black and Gold Podcast Network. I am hoping that uh, all of you are subscribed and following Locked on Flames for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out. And, well, today we do have a few things to talk about, but congratulations must be in order. First, uh, Jerome McGinley was inducted to the Hall of Fame, Hockey Hall of Fame, and this really shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. His career in Calgary alone was so outstanding, so the bigger picture makes his induction even more obvious. Uh, Career-wise, he he had 1,300 points and 600, so 625 goals and 675 assists. I obviously remember his time as a Bruin. A lot of us look back on that fondly, um, except for when all of his bonuses only left us with $14 in cap space. So we had to finagle a little bit. But, um, you know, I think... That it's actually, like, I don't know, I I really like when numbers are rounded off evenly, and, like, it's just a nice, crisp, solid number, so seeing the 1,300 career points is, you know, it's nice. Uh, During his time in Calgary, he played 1,219 games, had 1,095 points, 525 goals, and 94 multi-point games. You know, that's pretty impressive. And on top of being one of Calgary's greatest players, uh, you know, his name his name and records will go down in the Calgary record books forever. Um, he won a handful of NHL awards. Uh, 2002, he won the Rocket Richard Trophy along with the Art Ross Trophy and the Lester B. Pearson Award. And again, in 2004, he won the Rocket Richard Trophy. Um, For those who don't know, that's the um, most goals in the season. And he won the NHL Foundation Player Award in 2004. And then in 2009, he won the Marc Messier Leadership Award. So, I mean, he's like kind of a big deal. You know, It's, it's really nice to see a flame get the recognition that they deserve and there's no better person that I could think of that deserved that spot uh you know I think again it is an obvious choice it is just outstanding what Aginla has did for the Flames and really the league as a whole as well as his charitable contributions and I know that you know your off-ice performance shouldn't... I don't want to say it shouldn't matter, but I think, like, what you do with your platform when you're given such a large stage 
is important. I think that, you know, you can roll around in all the riches you want, but if you're not giving back, especially to the community that, you know, either you're playing in or that helped raise you or, a, you know, something that has influenced you in any way, I think that it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of dumb to not, <laughs> but again, let's talk, <laughs> let's rein it back in, but, um, again, also won <laughs> gold in the 1996, ooh, sorry, World Junior Championship, again in 1997, and then, 2002 and 2010 Olympics. Yes, you guessed it. He won gold. <laughs> and then, of course, in 2004, he won gold in the World Cup of Hockey. So, you know, his resume is pretty impressive. I think that, <laughs> you know, that's not something that anybody's going to argue. I think that people... Okay, I can't even say this, like, with a straight face because it was only one tweet. But I saw a tweet that said that he didn't deserve a spot and that he's only getting in because he's not a white person and hockey has felt the pressure to, um, you know, be more inclusive. And everybody was like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Um, but nice try. Nice try. So... Uh, before I travel on to our next segment, I kind of just wanted to talk about, you know, just tease a little bit, um, hub cities. I do not want Vegas to be a hub city, but we will talk more about that in just a moment. Built Bar, okay, Built Bar. I know we've talked about this a lot. They're fantastic partner and I am obsessed with the raspberry chocolate cream. I have had to increase my protein intake a lot recently due to health issues. So being able to get 20 grams of um, protein in their peanut butter brownie one is delicious. It's fantastic. It's delicious. <laughs> it's fantastic. Getting 15 grams in my raspberry chocolate cream is great. And I think it's important that, uh, you know, that this, like for me, it tastes like a candy bar. I have cut out like all unnecessary sugars pretty much. So the fact that I can't get my Reese's peanut butter fix has to be replaced with something and you know these there's 16 amazing flavors there's um eight chocolate and nut flavors and then there's eight chocolate and nut free ones they are covered a hundred percent in chocolate that is fantastic they are healthy and like i said they have a lot of um oh my goodness sorry protein there's 170 calories three grams of sugars three grams of net carbs and again with the sugar intake for me personally with my health issues it's so important to be able to still get that like that sweet tooth fix while also grabbing 
my healthy things. So again, uh, you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on for $10 off of your first order. And back to the hub cities. So this is a, is a mess, a mess. Okay. There is, you know, the phase two is happening across the league pretty much, but there are players and staff still testing positive. And I feel like if you express concern, you're viewed as a bad fan because it's like, oh, you just don't want hockey to return. You don't want this. You don't want It's like, I don't want hockey to return if people's respiratory systems are being put at a major risk. And we've talked about this at length on this podcast, and I don't want to bore you guys, but it is not selfish to care about these players' health and to be worried about the staff and everyone they're coming in contact with. It's okay to care about players and still be a hockey fan. I financially benefit from the return of hockey. Okay, I could pay my rent and live a lot more comfortably with the return of hockey. (laughs) And that being said, I kind of just want everybody to know that you are not, it is not a sin to want hockey to just take a break. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need a COVID cup. And the hub cities are still in the work. But um, Edmonton is still in the run. I'd much rather it be in Edmonton than Vegas. I think there is too much temptation in Vegas. I mean, personally, like, I don't see the appeal of Vegas. But I guess if I'm rich and have, like, a lot of time on my hands, then it might be different. Uh, The Flames suck playing in Vegas, let's be honest. But in Edmonton... In their arena, they 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 won one game this season, and they're three and one against Edmonton. Now I know that they wouldn't necessarily play Edmonton, but it's still, you know, on the road. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Vancouver is still in the mix as well, and um, Pierre reported some updates today. With the Vancouver Hub City bid having hit a setback in talks with provisional health authorities, sources confirmed the NHL has commenced more detailed conversations with the Edmonton and Toronto bids to see where that goes. Vancouver isn't totally out, but the focus has shifted. Depending on where those talks with Edmonton and Toronto, LA, Chicago remain on standby, if it turns out the NHL can't put a hub city in Canada to go along with Vegas. But the hope is to still have a hub city in Canada if possible. And meanwhile, the time is of the essence. Okay, so um, I guess Vegas is officially a hub city. Um, I must have missed that. <laughs> um, I, I hate it. Thanks. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but you know... You kind of have to work with what you got. I won't complain. Yes, I will. You guys are here to listen to me complain um, uh, along on Twitter as well. So uh, before we jump into our final segment, I did just want to talk to you guys about 
the Rock Auto uh, Company that is also one of our sponsors. So rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, which I think is so important because if your website is not user-friendly, then I'm just, I, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, the prices on rockauto.com are always reliably low and for the same professionals and the, and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice the price as much, twice as much for the same parts? Uh, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Put locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you and there's an amazing selection with reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so (laughs) to close out the show i did just want to take a moment to talk about a a little statement-esque type thing that i put on twitter the other night so I spent some time in the in the emergency room, and there were a lot of things talked about and a lot of things uncovered that led to um, a different road. And you know, I have a lot of unopened doors and a lot of unanswered questions, and. As much as I love hockey, my health has to come first. And I'm not stepping away from the show. I don't want anybody to think that. But I am, unfortunately, dealing with things that I never really wanted to deal with or, you know, you don't really think you'd ever deal with. And I am making lifestyle changes um, all around to the best of my ability. And I hope that... Um, you know, you guys understand if I don't have the three episodes a week for the time being, it is just very crazy for me personally. And I love interacting with y'all on Twitter and just thank you for everything. I will be doing the best that I possibly can to get you three episodes a week. And, um, you know, thank you again for always listening, always subscribing and being my shoulder to lean on (laughs) in my rants of need. So yes, thank you everybody for tuning in to today's show and I'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye.